Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming up on this week's episode, I review the benefits and costs of running Lineage OS. I rewatch Star Wars Rogue One and A New Hope in the aftermath of the Kenobi Season 1 finale, and I review Westworld Season 4, Episode 1, The Auguries. A. D. N. It's headphones nailed! to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing a very filled episode as far as content goes. So I'm going to jump right into it just because I was going to have a review of Lineage OS 19 for Android, which is a custom ROM developer that's been around for a long time. It was uh, it came out of being a rebrand of the old Cyanogen mod. But I didn't have, or I wasn't able to quite um, do as much as I wanted for a proper review. Um, essentially, a ha- full hands-on review where I can show a successful or all the successful things that were done and walk you through all the steps of the ups and downs. So a lot of the stuff that was that I did want to show was on the downside. So I will talk about it, but I did want to. Um, still review the benefits and costs of running a custom ROM like Lineage OS. So for those of you who don't know, on the Android side, since a, a little bit after the time that Android came out, um, you could install a custom version of Android on it. So whether you had um, the Nexus at the time, a Samsung device, LG, Motorola, whatever, um, Basically, developers would create a stock version of Android for various models of phones, assuming you could do things like unlock the bootloader, install a custom recovery. Um, the recover, the bootloader is, is basically the thing before. Think of it like the BIOS on your computer, like bef- like basically the turn on instructions. And then the recovery is kind of like the BIOS that allows you to do things like install the operating system, install kernels, and adjust various low-level features. So kind of along those lines of if you're going to install Windows or Linux on your desktop or laptop, um, you would start at the BIOS so you can boot from your CD-ROM or your flash drive, floppy disk, or whatever. That's kind of what recovery does on your smartphone for Android. So 
Um, it's been a long process of being able to install custom ROMs to get rid of, you know, carrier skins, bloatware, and essentially just have a stock version of Android so you can do things like extend your battery life, not have all that bloatware, install software that you may not have be otherwise be able to install, get rid of software that you don't use, and things like that. So overall, the ROM community has been going strong for a number of years. And so I currently have the carrier version of the OnePlus 9T, or sorry, the OnePlus 9 Pro. And one of the things that's been the downside is since I've owned the device, Gmail Sync has never been a, um, never worked properly. So I could reboot the device, it works for a little while, but then it stops. There's a lot of carrier installed software on there that I don't like, that I would be nice to get rid of. But above all, the um, phone comes with a version of Oxygen OS 12 that, while initially intriguing, has felt like it's gotten a lot or a lot very bloaty. Think of it like the old Samsung UI, um, kind of up until One UI. Um, I say that because I have not used One UI or the latest iterations, so I don't know how or I can't speak to how good or bad that skin is. But up until the you know One UI, maybe two or three. It's always been a bloaty UI, and that's kind of what Oxygen OS has been doing. So, I've been looking to get rid of it, go to a stock Android, but but it doesn't seem like there are builds of custom ROMs if you are on a carrier version of a device. So I I pulled my old OnePlus 5T out of the drawer, and I got to thinking that um, I'm gonna install a custom ROM on there, see if I can get things like Google Pay working, um, hide things like that I have an unlocked bootloader and things like that, so I can install Netflix. So on the upside, I was able to install the custom ROM. It runs Android 12, or sorry, I was able to install Lineage OS 19. Um, install GApp, sign in, install some apps and things like that. Overall, it is a very good performing ROM. It's very smooth, stable, um, performance is nice, battery life is nice, and that's one of the other things that's good about custom ROMs is that by getting rid of all the extra bloated stuff that comes pre-installed on your device, you're now only running um, stock Android, which is just the operating system, and then the apps on top of that. So you have you're more in control of what's running in the background and to start there's very little running in the background so by default you're going to be able to extend your battery life my long-term example is on the samsung captivate the basically the galaxy s1 um on the default stock pre-installed software samsung software i would get a battery life of about four to five hours but at the time, by installing CyanogenMod on it, I was able to get that up to about eight hours. I would, some days it would be seven, some days it would be nine, depending on usage. But in general, I would get on average of eight hours of battery life. So that is a very marked improvement. And there's no, there was no functional decrease of the various features of the phone. So knowing that the OnePlus 9 Pro as a carrier branded device, I can't get a custom ROM on there. I went to the OnePlus 5 Pro, 5T. The two things of note that I had trouble with was not being able to get um, Google Pay to work and then install Netflix via the Google Play Store because I guess the Netflix app detects that detects when your bootloader is unlocked, if you have root, and various other things that go into being able to install a custom ROM. So 
that's one of those things that when you're uh, installing a custom ROM, you do lose certain features like that, where if you do rely on mobile payments, whether you're using Google Play, Samsung Pay, or things like that, there is a chance that you'll lose access to that. If you have certain apps that are verifying the certification of your device, like Netflix, then you're gonna lose the ability to use those apps because they're not there by default. I believe Netflix is not so strict about not being able to install their app because I think you can install their app via their website. So you may not get the latest and greatest features, but at the very least, you'll be able to um, install the app and watch and stream shows and things like that. So um, for me, if I was going to go back to a time where I don't use mobile payments to make for to pay for things like by using Google Pay, then um, using Lineage OS 19 would be the way to go. Um, you may potentially also lose access to other apps and the one I didn't check also or the two couple that I didn't check were banking apps and um Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, uh, um, an app like Venmo. So when you're going to that, you just... Be careful that if you do use apps like that, then you're not going to have access. Um, but if you don't do mobile payments, if you don't use your smartphone for things like that, then in general, you are good to go. So let's say you are one of those people that uses their phone strictly for text messaging, phone calls, pictures, surfing the web, um, and things like that on the go, then a custom ROM definitely is a good way to extend the life of your smartphone because you get more regular updates for an extra couple of years. You get 
um, certain software fixes, not necessarily hardware fixes and updates, but at least on the software or Android side, you'll get, you know, bug fixes and patches and improvements and things like that. So that is why I always get, I try to give that benefit of one side versus the other. Um, so when I was doing all of this, um, I was reminiscing on how it was easier before to hide that that you could ha that you had root and an unlock bootloader. So if you were using mobile payments, then it was easier to um, hide it so that you could continue to use things like Google Pay and Netflix. Um, but it does, in my research, look like there is a transition going around for an improved way to do to hide root and things like that. So it's one of those things where the old ways are not working anymore. So they're trying to find an easier, more streamlined way to do it along with um, making it easier for people to do it. So instead of having to do a lot of coding, typing in a lot of commands and things like that, you they're aiming for a way to just install a particular file to say, okay, we're hiding it. The, the device is okay to um, install Netflix and Wells Fargo or Chase or whatever bank you use. So things like that. So that's why I always say if you have an old device that you're not using for things like mobile um, banking and payments, then install a custom ROM. You're going to get an um, extended life out of your phone. Uh, one of the other things you may miss is things like a stock camera app. So you may not get all the same features of in the camera, but there's two apps I recommend now. One of them is Open Camera. It's an open source camera app that does have various um, modes like HDR, and you can customize the frames in the standard mode. Um, and um, I, I want to say panorama mode and things like that, so you don't miss anything like that. The other one is the Google Camera Modding Project that takes the Google Camera app from the latest Pixel phones and makes them work on other devices. It's not necessarily available for all devices, so you do have to go through a bit of trial and error to get it to work. But it is if it does work on your device, and it does work on most major devices like Samsung Galaxy line, the OnePlus line, um, Pixels, you're always going to get it, so that's kind of out of the way of a certain MIUI phones and things like that. But by trial and error, you can uh, see if one works and get its processing algorithms for your device. But if you don't want to go through that, Open Camera is available in the Google Play Store. It's fairly regularly updated. I haven't checked it on them for a while, but um, it is a good camera app to use on your custom ROM. So um, there is that. Um, you could also use the default launcher that's available on the device for Lineage OS. I believe it's called Trebuchet. It is a very smooth and... Uh, snappy launcher, but if you want to install a custom launch or third-party launcher, that option is also available for you. So for me, I'm on the fence as far as recommending it, but it's one of those things where if you're not looking to spend a lot of money on a new device, you want to, you like the device you have and you want to extend its life, I recommend doing a Google search for XDA and your device name or Lineage OS and your device name. And on the Lineage OS website, they'll give you instructions on installing the ROM um, and, and you know, do things like unlock the bootloader, uh, um, wipe the device, and then flash the ROM and G apps and all of that. If you have any further questions or something doesn't make sense, I always recommend you go to XDH and look, up, look for the forum for your device and then use that to 
as your guide to ask questions, see what um, issues other people might have had, and use that to get Lineage OS installed on your device and take it from there. Um, there are other projects that take Lineage OS as the base and merge in some features from other devices or other uh, ROM developers to kind of create an all-in-one project. So you can get some ROMs that have additional features in them or kind of um, smooth out the process and make their ROMs look a little bit better. So the parallel is the Linux um, develop the Linux kind of the Linux world where you have different versions of Linux like Ubuntu and Arch and things like that. But they all, there's also different flavors like you with Ubuntu you can get uh, Kubuntu and Lubuntu which use different um, front end uh, GUI. So there's different flavors that you can get of Linux. So just like that, there's different flavors of ROMs you can get for Android. But I usually just stick to Lineage OS. It's the basic. It's always regularly maintained and updated. And there's very few bells and whistles that are added. They, I mean, they do come with things like Trebuchet as a launcher. They build in a um, browser and cal calendar and calculator and things like that. Um, but you could always disable those, install them straight from the Google Play Store and use those. But essentially you're getting a very solid, stable operating system by using Lineage OS. So that's all there is for that. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, I always recommend you can get in touch with me. Let me know what questions you have and I'm happy to help out. But with that, I will jump into this week's Star Wars segment. All right, so for this week's Star Wars segment is going to be more of just a follow-up to last week. So since we have the conclusion of the Kenobi miniseries, or as I'm still holding hope, uh, season one of Kenobi, because I kind of want a season two that covers Obi-Wan's training with Qui-Gon, but that's neither here nor there. So I decided to do a rewatch of Rogue One and um, A New Hope to kind of fill in those gaps to see how well the, um, Kenobi did to make that transition and fill in more information as far as the events that we see in the live action movies. So I liked the nice little touch we had early on in Kenobi with Luke and the his little spaceship that he was playing with when he's cleaning um, 3PO and R2-D2. So that was a nifty little touch, a little bit more on the small side. Um, I liked Bail Organa's foreshadowing that the Empire is growing bolder. So Rogue One actually builds a good gap, even though it came out before Kenobi. It builds in that gap very well between Kenobi and A New Hope as far as why the Empire is growing bolder and what they're doing to make next steps to take out the Rebellion, maintain their control, and things like that. Um, and then in the New Hope, I like how Vader says that he hasn't had a, he hasn't, a, he, or he has a feeling he hasn't felt since. And while it was originally set up for Revenge of the Sith, it, this is actually more of a feeling of Kenobi that basically is that it also now foreshadows a fight with him and Kenobi 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Um, I did pay particular note in A New Hope this time around to the smile that Obi-Wan has during his fight with Vader on the Death Star because he gives that smile shortly after he sees that Luke and Leia have now been reunited. So he's um, rebuilt that hope. He's 
brought them back together. So now that they're reunited, he now knows that, or I guess his work now is done so he can become one with the force. So I like that particular touch. And of course, right before that, we have a scene where um, Leia exclaims um, about Ben Kenobi being there. So originally you would wonder why she's so excited to hear that Ben Kenobi's on the Death Star with them. But Kenobi fills it in nicely with that relationship that they build over the six episodes of why she would be happy to see him again. So I, while she doesn't have a smile when she says Ben's on the Death Star, it's more of just that explanation and she understands the gravity of the situation. So I liked that we had that... Um, we now have more of a connection between Leia and Obi-Wan and why she is really happy to see him. So things like that all stand out. Um, there was more connection as far as, I want to say, Revent or Return of the Jedi with, um, I think it was Luke saying I see that he still senses good in Vader, but that's more of a connection to Padme. But um, something about he's more machine than man which is a reflection that um, Obi-Wan's connection now that he knows what's happened to Anakin. And I think the whole line with um, Obi-Wan telling Luke that Vader murdered his father is initially mentioned in A New Hope, but it's built up more in or explained more in Empire Strikes Back when Luke is um, having his training with um uh, Master Yoda so things like that um, Kenobi I think does a really good job of tying all of that stuff together so um, when you are watching I do recommend watching in not release order but presentation order so watch the prequels um, Kenobi Rogue One the original trilogy and then the sequels um, if you want to include Mandalorian and Boba Fett in there as far as more information between um, the original trilogy and the prequels, that's good, but so far there isn't, there's very little connection, so it's hard to rec really say that, that you have to watch Mandalorian and, um, Boba Fett, but if you want to watch those along the lines of finding out the repercussions of final, of the rebellion finally taking out down the Empire, that's where Mandalorian and, um, Boba Fett fit in very nicely, so... Um, with that being said, that's really all there is for this particular Star Wars segment. Um, so with that, I'm going to jump right into my Westworld review. So for that, um, it's also a very little review to say for episode one. Um, I did have to go and see what the definition of the Augurys is. Um, because I wasn't, it was a word and obviously it had to come from somewhere. So apparently some, the word means that it's a sign of what will happen in the future or an omen. So that actually um, fills in the um, um, explanation of this episode very well because if you sense that there is something going on, you have the reuniting of, uh, like for example, uh, Thandie Newton's character and Aaron's Paul, Aaron Paul's character. Um, you will see what's going on with Dolores, who's not Dolores anymore. Um, she's living on uh, life now in what looks like the real world, but it is kind of mirroring what's going, what happened in the first season as far as when she was on the ranch. So 
everything is kind of coming together. And then, of course, you have the man in black buying up all this land um, to, I guess, get his data back, find out what's going uh, find out what data the various companies have and I guess take over the company that owns Westworld. I'm not quite sure, but all of this is taking place after doing a little bit of reading about seven years after the events of season three, where you have the, the robot uprising, you have the taking down of Rehoboam and uh, humanity learning that their fates are not actually their own. So one of those things where I guess more information and more episodes will help determine um, what's going on in the Westworld universe and if we're in another simulation or if this is the real world and there's another, or I guess the Westworld people are trying to build up another Westworld to control the planet, make it all under one umbrella instead of having all these different um, parks, put everyone in a robot uh, body and control them that way or something like that so we do need more information but it's hard to say where they're going to go from here but i am definitely or my interest has definitely been peaked um it has also made me want to go back and rewatch season one um of course like i said like before or actually in my review initial reviews that it is the season one is one of the better seasons so i want to rewatch that and kind of go back to the resource and see how they did things there see if season four ultimately becomes a iteration of what we saw in that initial season so that's all there is for that so with that um that is all for this particular episode so if you have any questions comments feedback or anything like that you can comment on this post on twitter at patel n01 the head the website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes subscription links supporting the show and all of that good stuff and of course, if you want to get an ad-free version of the episode, um, get bonus content periodically with updates and things like that, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash patelin01. But thanks for tuning in to this particular episode, and until next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.